Radio Free Tote Bag recording on 6-9. How is this not a holiday? I'm Arthur. Donovan, it is a holiday now. It's time to celebrate uh, numbers that look like the other number upside down, because I just get a kick out of that, don't you? <laughs> yep. Two numbers next to each other. One of them's flipped over. I love how that's caught on as such a joke. It's, it is very... Well, very charming. Donovan, it tickles me. You are familiar, of course, that that represents mutual oral sex, right? That like the six and the nine are going down on each other simultaneously. <laughs> I just spit out my truly lemonade hard <laughs> seltzer black cherry. Holy smokes, my mind has been blown. As am as is anybody performing mutual oral sex. They are also blown. Oh, quality. <laughs> Quality riffs. So Quality riffs. We're so good at the show. Can I tell you this? Absol- absolutely true. But to make us even gooder at the show and recognizing uh, the sex connotations to ticklish numbers, we have dear, dear friend Kyler J with us in the studio. What's poppin', Kyler? Hey, guys. So excited to be here. And you know what? Let me say I am also so excited to get canceled finally. (laughs) (laughs) We can make it happen. We can absolutely make it happen. I'm just ready to go on some really controversial rants. Just say (laughs) a ton of terrible stuff. (laughs) I mean, we we spoke uh, highly of fucking Michael Dorner before on an episode and nothing... uh, Nothing bad happened to us. So I think the, 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 you mean Chris Dorner? Chris Dorner. Fuck. <laughs> I'm going to edit that. How did I remember it as Michael Dorner? Who's Michael Dorn? Oh, yeah, that's the guy who played Worf. <laughs> Michael Dorn is the guy who played Worf on Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Common mistake. <laughs> What's for some for some context? Uh, Kyler's a buddy of mine. I, I lived with him in a big old house in L.A. a few years back. Good ass dude. I figure he's got some good relationship stories. And on a more serious note, we took the uh, week off last week uh, in solidarity with Black Lives Matter uh, with the protests breaking out around the country. It felt a little weird just kind of pushing an episode during that. And Kyler, you've been part of a lot of the protests in uh, L.A. and uh, also as a black person. Yeah. Right? I, like, how are you feeling with all of this? Donovan, first of all, let me uh, say how much I appreciate you taking to find the time to find the only black person that you know <laughs> and bring him hey, on the show. Hey, there were there were two choices. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm so sorry. Can you ask the question again? <laughs> I just so you've you've actually been out there doing the protests, which like in the wake, I mean, still during the fucking COVID shit, mm-hmm. and you know this being such a long-standing, violent, ongoing issue with the fucking police. Like I imagine that that that's pretty intense. Like I guess just kind of where where are your feelings at with this? Is the, is this seem like good progress? Mm-hmm. Like was there a good energy there? Uh, what what were you seeing? I mean, the energy is obviously. Fantastic, but it's too. I, I mean, I don't know if it feels like progress. I would hope that it is progress, and it feels like this is something that I've never seen in my lifetime. It's something that I've hoped for for a very long time, but it's it's so early in whatever progress looks like to call it any kind of victory. We're just out here, and we're we're doing our best, and uh, it's nice that so many people have have come out and supported us and it's support like I've never seen in my life. But my main worry is that when the protests die down and when we go back to work, then like this all goes away and people get more wrapped up in their, their daily lives and kind of forget about us again. That's, that's a concern I'm, I'm feeling too with like any of these protests, like I go back to occupy or any of the protests in the wake of these shootings. It's frustrating because I see a lot of people who are, ostensibly left like at least by this country's definition like already jumping on it like nancy pelosi type folks already (laughs) jumping on it trying to really dole like what the actual goal there is that shit which i i would say is defunding the fucking police and not the oh just train them a little bit better right Uh, exactly clearly 
that that shit's not fucking working. <laughs> like, how was that the step that you're taking after decades of this fucking shit? I I was saying to somebody we were talking about it the other day, and like looking at the list of of people who have been killed, and it's insane to be able to look at that and like not recognize half of them because it's such a regular fucking thing that I've had people. Do, it, it, it's almost as if it's not newsworthy in in a lot of the cases, which is horrifying. You know what is newsworthy? <laughs> like, a photo op of a whole bunch of people from Congress wearing kente cloths kneeling in the rotunda is the cringiest shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And nobody asked for that either. We didn't ask no. you guys to get fucking dressed up in African garb, which is just not at all <laughs> the point. Like nobody wants to play Halloween with you guys. We actually want change. <laughs> like, we want to be able to go outside and not feel worried when a police car drives by. And that's not going to be helped by you guys dressing up like African chiefs. <laughs> in fucking DC, it, like it fucking in there with a bunch of other politicians. I, but that's so much of what it is, and people being like, like, uh, oh no, like the, this is supposed to be about like peace, and like a lot of a lot of uh, establishment wealthy white people telling you what it's supposed to be about, Ugh. and it it normally comes down to like just kind of hey huggy feely. Like we're all people, shit, and it's like that—that that doesn't solve fucking anything. You've been spewing that same rhetoric again for fucking decades, and people are still getting fucking killed because they're black. Fucking frustrating. It uh, you telling me it's frustrating? <laughs> I mean, if I'm frustrated. Well, did you? Uh, did, I I know uh, we've talked a little bit in in our chat about uh, like local bail funds and uh, like other orgs you can donate to. Do you have anybody you would recommend or maybe had experience with uh, out in LA? Uh, honestly, I sadly I I'm not good at pulling this stuff out of my head. But if you go to Black Lives <laughs> Matter, their Instagram, they have a ton of resources that you can you can look for, and you you kind of have to search it out because I mean. Is not necessarily hard to find now, but you have to want to go look for it. Right. Yeah. And the, the, the sense I was getting to is there's, there's effectively a bail fund set up in most cities. So the protesters who are arrested, you can donate, they can get bailed out. They're not stuck in with uh cause the only thing worse than a cop is a jail cop. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> that's the lowest fucking tier uh, in my opinion. Cause then like, you're not even chasing, you're not even like, moving around to go bully people you have them trapped and you're gonna bully and be racist to them there it's like an, an even shittier type of cop somehow if that was possible right but uh if you basically if you look up your city look uh look up a bail fund or just go through black lives matters uh website that uh that's probably your best bet if you can't get out there and protest maybe you're somebody like me with massive anxiety or uh you know immunocompromised that sort of thing but whatever yeah. you can do that's uh, that's big, and to keep the momentum going and, and and make it something that doesn't just fucking fade out, uh, like Kyler's talking about, like it like so frequently happens with everything going on. Right. That's our that's our heartfelt trying to put stuff out there message. We also bring you uh, humor and and penis talk though, uh, <laughs> our bread and butter to attempt to raise folk spirits out there. Uh, unless you're a cop, in which case you can you know burn in hell. Kyler, <laughs> we must ask you then, what's up? <laughs> what is more important, really, in the grand scheme of things? Is it is it trying to get rights for people, or is it penis jokes? And I would argue it's penis jokes. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you know, a revolution without <laughs> dancing is not worth having. <laughs> and that's, that's fulfilling a poll that 50% of the black people that I know support penis jokes so i'd just like to say listening to radio free tote bag is solidarity with black lives Matter. <laughs> we have we have that confirmed <laughs> but our, our our traditional question uh is is what we got to ask you first we got question box shit for you too we've got reddit questions uh but our usual question for the guest we got to ask you kyler what is your most embarrassing stupid goofy what have you relationship dating or sex experience what you got um i don't have a, a ton i i will tell you this one story I, I went out on this first date uh with this girl from a, from a dating app and uh we went to this bar in venice and we were sitting down we were having drinks we we're having a good time we we're having a conversation and things are going 
generally well and she uh, she said something like we were talking about where we were from and like i'm from la or california and she's from she was from connecticut and she was she was just said like you know i just i feel like people in in california just like you don't know how lucky you are like you guys just have such a limited view of the world and i was like mm. really because i'm from california like do you think that i'm have a limited view of the world <laughs> and she's like no 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 like tried to walk it back but like she tried to walk it back and like try to be like no like not you but like people from california i'm like yes i'm people from california <laughs> <laughs> and, and the night didn't go much better from there we had a, a couple more drinks and then uh i was like yeah you know I would, we should probably i i, I think I'm, I'm gonna go home like she's like okay cool and i walked her out to her car and she was like do you want to ride back to your house and i was like no no thank you i'll find my way home and uh she left, and then I went back into the bar and had a yeah. uh, actually rest, a good rest of the night by myself. That's one of those classics where you fucking, like, the date goes so shitty. You're like, all right, uh, leave the bar we're at. I'm going to hold this bar down now. <laughs> yeah. The night is over. <laughs> yeah. Could you could you please just, I'm, I'm going to stay, but if you leave, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> It's for the sake of the bartenders, dude. You don't want to. Then you don't want to have to make them close the check and then open another one. Right. Like it's the polite thing for you to just go home. Get you know. Get get the heck out of here. <laughs> exactly. What, what what is up with that with people in California though? Because I experienced that a lot. Like just living there for a little bit, either mostly for people like from out of state asking how it is. Like, oh, like people in California are like. Like so up their own ass and like douchey and shit. It, it, it's a it's kind of a weird fucking stereotype, and I I didn't see that any more than like anywhere else in the country. Maybe even less in my experience. Everyone from my part of the world sucks. So like I don't know how how people get this about California. Like it's it's everywhere. I mean I've I've lived in California almost my entire life, and I have heard all the stuff like oh you know L A. It's cool, but like for a weekend, like I don't think I could live here. I'm like, well, bitch, leave. Like I live here, and like <laughs> nobody asks you to come here. We don't have enough water to support all the people. Our roads are too small. Like, get out. We don't need you. <laughs> but it's ev- it's fucking everybody. I think I like. I think I was with you at some point when somebody said some shit like that too. Because I feel like it's just such a frequent thing, and it's just weird to be like. Oh, we're, oh, cool! That's where you're from. Fuck that place, dude. <laughs> that place fucking I, sucks. They love saying that about California. Like, if I walked into your house and was just like, "Wow, this place sucks ass," you would ask me to leave, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not cool. I would probably uh, agree with you and throw away some garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but especially, especially not the way to start out a goddamn date. Jesus no. fucking Christ. Oh. Yeah, it's it was not the move, and I was I was not there for it. I think in my uh, conceited California brain that it, the reason <laughs> that people do that is because like they have to go back to wherever shitty place they came from, which and hey. they're just like and they're just like wow, you know what? They're just talking themselves out of wanting to stay longer. Yeah, there's there's too much going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's there's too many things that you can do here, and the weather's too nice. And, like, I didn't meet anybody, but I've heard they suck, so I'm not, I don't want to be here. (laughs) Send me home. I need it gray and depressing. I I cannot, I cannot handle the happiness and sunlight. (laughs) Understandable, though, from that angle. Now that I've actually articulated that, I do kind of feel that. I mean, how are you going to, like, have any kind of art if it's not depressing where you are? Very true. Yeah. Very true. Hence, hence this podcast, <laughs> and uh, hence me and Arthur both being in Ohio right now. We're drawing deep from the wells of uh, of bleakness. <laughs> I don't know it's kind of pretty out today. That's true, bit. actually. It's not, that ran a little bit. This is a nice little, nice little storm. Yeah, Ohio's not so bad. Yeah. Hey, you know what else is not so bad? Uh, the motherfucking question box. Asking all the questions. Asking all them questions, why you asking all them questions, making statements, uh, who? Asking all them questions, asking all them questions, why you asking all them questions, making statements, uh, who? Fucks, 
unfortunately got a whole, a whole uh, bundle, a whole bundle of uh, questions in here. We got some leftovers from last time, and that episode went long. Uh, so we'll probably cover a couple of those on account of we don't like to leave unread questions, even if these were maybe for the previous guest and not for Arthur. Arthur's going to answer them anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. a few questions for Kyler in here, too. If you're a new listener or potentially a goldfish, you can find the link to the question box in our Instagram bio. That's Instagram.com slash Radio Free Tote Bag. Uh, you can also find it on our website, RadioFreeToteBag.podiat.co. Don't have to make an account. Type your question in, smash that motherfucking submit button, and uh, and the questions will pop up in front of me like they are now. And here is, uh, these are the the ones from today. And Kyler, I assume this is for you. What is your girlfriend like? What what is she? What a question. What is she like? Yeah, what's she like? (laughs) She like a human? I I mean, she's definitely a person. I I know that much. She is... uh, She's fantastic. We we met on Hinge uh, about seven months ago, and she's awesome. She's super kind and loving, and she's an amazing cook, and she's beautiful. And I, you know, it's definitely the best relationship that I've ever had. Oh fuck Damn, yeah, dude. that's awesome to hear. Damn, that's great to hear. These 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 three questions in here too. I'm now noticing are all about your relationship or checking if you're in a relationship. So I so think either people somebody's... are very curious or yeah you got you got some honeys pining for you right now. <laughs> I think I think uh, I think that a couple of her friends wrote in and they're just <laughs> they're very worried that they're like testing me on the air. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're on the high wire right now. Yeah, exactly. I got to walk this Next real straight. Question: What is your girlfriend's middle name? Blood type. <laughs> <laughs> First, <laughs> now Arthur, what what else do we have in here on on what, what's the next specifically Kyler's relationship question? How has this movement affected your relationship? If in one is added in parenthesis there. If in one, um, I'm not gonna lie. It's been it's been a bit of a not a challenge, but it's been eye opening. Um. Uh, it's been really great that she's been she's been more than supportive, and but it's it's hard because we come like my girlfriend's white and I'm black and we come from two different life experiences, and in order to make this work, then we have to bring those experiences together and learn from each other's experiences, and that's you know not always easy, but I think we're doing a good job of it, and honestly, I think that we're stronger for it. Fuck yeah. Yeah, man, that's that's good as hell to hear, especially yeah. just to have somebody with you in like this situation where you can't exactly get out and like be around a group of friends super easily. Like that's got to be that's got to be big just to have somebody, you know, you love is there to support you like on that level, too. So shouts out to Kyler's girlfriend and her friends who sent the questions and uh we Radio Free Tote Bag endorses this relationship and officially passes Kyler of this test. Wait, no, there's one more question in here. I have a quick comment on that. Oh, what you got? I am not in a relationship, but I am talking to somebody from OkCupid of late. Nice. And uh, this person had, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, trans rights, uh, oh. Black Lives Matter, a cab on their fucking OK Cupid profile, and I'm like, okay, yeah, good, you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way to filter the chuds out immediately. Yeah, I like the I like the direct upfrontness there, and then don't have to deal with uh, people being like, well, oh, maybe all all cops are. My uncle's a cop, and he hasn't shot any yeah, black fuck people your as uncle. far as I know. Your uncle He's sucks, a nice guy. <laughs> Okay, this this is this is uh this may be another test question. Okay, again, are you in a relationship right now? I think we have established that. If so, what is your favorite and least favorite thing about being in a relationship? I mean, my favorite part of being in a relationship is being with her, being with my girlfriend. Cuz I wouldn't be in a relationship just to be in a relationship. I 
in a relationship because it's with her. So every time I get to hang out with her and honestly, just like I'd say my favorite part is like just the nights that we spend together, just like in bed, talking, being together, because that's not really something that you can get when you're single or like, you know, out trying to meet girls because you're not going to form any kind of deep emotional connection with them. Right. Or be like, hey, you want to come back to my place and just lay in bed and chat about your feelings for a while and go to bed? Exactly. Okay. You don't want to stay up till 5.30, even though we got shit to do in the morning, just talking about the whole thing. And do you have, uh, what about what about least favorite? Least favorite? Uh, I'd have to think. Answer carefully. Yeah, I mean, definitely. <laughs> uh, I know that she's listening. And I would have to think about that for a while. Can we Can we edit this long pause out? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the Monty Python intermission music while you while you decide. <laughs> oh, per- perfect. So everyone will know how long it took me to decide. That's fantastic. <laughs> or ha- have it cut out and then come back in. You're like, she's just so beautiful that it's distracting. It's hard to really accomplish it's, it's anything so hard. else in my life. <laughs> so pretty. But hey, Reasonable, reasonable answer. Actually, we can. Uh, I, I think we can get behind that. I mean, I, I, I mean, I mean, like I mean, I, I think, I think, my, I think, just general, like the least favorite parts are the fights for sure. We don't have yeah. a ton of them, but like, though nobody likes having them. But like, you have them in every relationship, and you know that's never a fun part. Yeah, that fucking pity your stomach feeling where like. You know something's about to go down. There's about to be a disagreement, and you're just like, "Oh fuck, this is gonna be, this is gonna be a rough eight hours." <laughs> <laughs> or just, I'm sure with something with something like now, uh, I did, the stuff that would always get me is if something was off in the relationship, but somebody was at work, or like you, there, there was no oh, way to yeah, address dude. it. And the moment. That lead up to that, you're like, God fucking damn it. Like, something feels off. I can't get on a good level until it's addressed. That's always that's always a little rough. I think, But again, nothing yeah. about the person. It's just kind of something that happens. Yeah. Can I just say thank you to your listeners for asking me serious questions that I had to actually think about instead of dick jokes that I was super ready for? <laughs> oh, they're coming. Don't worry. <laughs> Yeah, what do we what do we what do we have in the dick joke in the uh uh in the other wheelhouse, the less sincere wheelhouse. Kyler, we've like we've hit you at the top with the thoughtful shit and now now we're going to fall we're going to fall directly into our bread and butter. It's all downhill from here. What's the worst slash cringiest slash most memorable thing someone has said to you during sex? I'll say I'll say this this one isn't it's not even that bad, but it was just fucking weird. I was hooking up with a girl like I think this is right after high school. And as like just a girl I was hooking up with, not not somebody I was in a relationship with. Uh, we hadn't even known each other very long. And we're having sex and like I don't know if it was supposed to be like a pet name or something along those lines. But she called me Mister Mister for some oh, reason. Oh no! And that just <laughs> unnerved me, dude. I I was like, oh, <laughs> audibly like, don't please don't say that. I don't know what it was supposed to mean either. That's not sexy. I don't think that's a reference to a thing. I was hey, so Mr. fucking Mr. put Mr. off. Yeah, basically that, dude. And I I have not been able to get it out of my mind since. I, I, oh, well, my fertile crescent, Mister Mister. <laughs> it's no, in, in this in this scenario is your name mister and but then also I, you are a mister so like you're mister I, mister yeah donovan mister yes yeah i don't i didn't i don't understand because my my name's donovan you know <laughs> how did she mix this that's not even any of the same letters <laughs> I'm still upset about that. <laughs> I had um I had a terrible one. I'm you know, so I'm on top, things are going great. And she looks up at me and she just she widens her eyes very like suggestively. You know what I mean? Like you know what I'm saying? Like you widen your eyes 
while you say something to say she just goes yeah and then she widens her eyes again and goes yeah and i go (laughs) please please don't with the facial acting this is a lot please no like yeah wide eyes and then wider eyes wider eyes again and yeah again and i i Uh. i stopped she goes, what's, wait, 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 what's wrong? What's wrong? And I go, the eye, you can't with the eyes. That's, <laughs> that's too much. <laughs> yeah, anything past one eye widening the one is going to be widening? stretchy and creepy, it dude. Been, you it can kind of, uh, but more than that, it's, oh! Uh! Yeah, it's like, ooh. <laughs> it, caused, <laughs> it caused bodily harm to my to my wiener. Like, my wiener was harmed that's another one where it's it's, it's 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 like again it's not it's not like heinous like they didn't go right. in there trying to do some heinous shit but that almost makes it worse because it's just out of nowhere like that yeah she didn't pull away and do start doing it. push-ups but it was <laughs> yeah <laughs> why my eyes are bulging out of their sockets come closer to me I have- not my favorite <laughs> I have one. I don't think it's nearly as uh, as bad as Mister Mister, but I, <laughs> I just and it's pretty mild. It's just I remember uh, I've hooked up with a couple girls where they're like where they've asked me uh, if they could call me Daddy, which mm. is not my thing at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, it's just it. And I'll, I've said like yeah, because like if that's what you're into, but like it's not you know not weird. <laughs> <laughs> Is this is this like down the line in a hookup situation, or is this like first time? I would say like probably. I would say first or second time. Mm. <sighs> you can't go for a hard D on the first time. Yeah, that's because you're not daddy that's yet. Big. Yeah, yeah. I'm, you got to work your way up to daddy. I think. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. If she calls you daddy on the first one. How many fucking other daddies are out there? There can't be that many daddies. <laughs> Too many daddies. And I feel feel less daddy. What we're you saying, don't want to feel less daddy. We're saying daddy is an honorary title. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm into the daddy. You gotta I hate earn that I'm it, into though. it. You gotta earn daddy. Yeah, but I, I never like on the first time around that would low key wig me out because that it kind of falls into some like BDSM fetish type stuff, and and that's also in the wheelhouse where it's like. The first time around, that's a lot. Like, I, I don't know if you can go guns blazing everything out on the table the first time around without it being, like, at least a little off-putting. Oh, it's, it's definitely off-putting. All right. Well, a good answer from you, though, uh, Daddy Kyler. We, uh, <laughs> we appreciate you sharing that one. <laughs> no problem, Mr. Mister. <laughs> Why yeah. do I set myself Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! Widening my oh, eyes. I hate it, dude. I hate, it's like uh, it's like panties. Like I hate the fucking word panties. Everybody like loves visceral, panties. Like there's a visceral uh, from it, and I, get I fucking that love from... panties. I love the word. I love the object. Love them. No, man, absolutely not. Okay. Uh all right. We got a. We'll, we'll do one more out of the question box here. Let's see. Uh, what's what's the shortest period of time it's taken for you to sleep with someone, i.e., from meeting them until penetration? I got to do some mental math here. Uh, is this is this meeting in person or <laughs> meeting on the internet? <laughs> I gotta say in person. Okay. Uh, four hours. Yeah, I, I reckon hours. I gotta be about I gotta be about the same. Yeah, like it's it's definitely been a, a couple cases where like meeting somebody at a party or a dinner date and then like spent the night together. Right. Uh, mm, I think I would probably say uh, forty five minutes to an hour and a half. Yeah, I was hoping <laughs> forty five minutes would be the answer. Somehow I knew it. Damn, dude, that that's impressive. It was there was this uh, I don't know I don't know how much detail you want to go I- into it with but was this somebody like you met at a bar or like a Tinder date or I like get, literally 
Oh, hey, we just met. It. Okay, and then 40, you have two drinks, and then go bang one out. You were I like, can... hey, I just met you, and this is crazy. No. But let's have sex. Never call me. <laughs> Daddy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Donovan, I think this has actually happened when we were living together in college. Uh, it was just... Oh, yeah? Yeah, we were just having a party, and uh, I was talking to a girl, and I was, uh, you know... The old college we were like, hey, do you want to see the house? <laughs> and then uh, we went up to my room, and you were blacked out in my bed. That doesn't sound like me. Were, uh, our friend Chris had put you in my bed to sleep it off. And I went in there, and I told Chris to get you out of my bed. You so, put him there and get him gone. So he picked you up. And walked you out past the girl out of my door and took you into the bathroom where you threw up on the floor in front of the toilet. Oh, nice. fuck. I remember that now. Directly. In fr- and I didn't get any of the vomit in the toilet either. No, no. And Donovan, I highly doubt that you remember this because you were not conscious. <laughs> but- I don't remember the vomit part. I remember waking up. To the general situation and seeing the puddle of vomit in front of the toilet, just being like, fuck, and how? How? <laughs> like, I made it to the correct room. And it's not even like I accidentally went for the sink or like I had to do it, went to the bin. This was like, if you're sitting on the toilet and you're looking at your phone, like you're taking a shit, you move the phone out of the way, the puddle would be like right there, like inches away from the bowl. Oh, man, I forgot about that. Subscribe to our Patreon for uh, an upcoming premium episode about more times Donovan got blacked out and did heinous things. Oh, absolutely. I can can give you a couple. (laughs) We'll have to have you back on for a Patreon. (laughs) Perfect. I can't wait. But, but yeah, (laughs) that's the... That was the quickest. That was the quickest time because, and kudos to that girl because she was down for the cause because she saw this drunk sloppy man being walked out of my bed and then immediately got into it (laughs) oh yeah man hey i don't know i think i'm a good wingman in that situation (laughs) you're like damn this guy's desecrated my bed can you help me make it not desecrated (laughs) boom i fucking i fucking set you up it was definitely intentional can Can you you make it so the last person of the toilet for comedic effect can you make it so the last person who was in my bed before I go to sleep wasn't blacked out Donovan? <laughs> oh, that's a big that's a big ask. And she uh, she was up to the cause. So shouts out. Shouts out to a person I, I remember absolutely zero percent. <laughs> this has been the question box and also the box where we've talked about Donovan's vomit. But now we're going to talk about relationship questions from Reddit. And Arthur, why don't you tell me what the first one is? Husband, 23M, has been paying for girls only fans. My husband, 23M, and I, 22F, have been married for two years. I recently found out he was paying for only fans through his bank account. We have a joint account, and I check our account often because I like to track our expenses. When I confronted him about it, He told me his friend asked him if he could use his card because he couldn't use his own personal one. I never in a million years thought my husband would pay for such a thing, so I stupidly believed him. Fast forward a month later and I see the same payments. Once again, I confront him and yet again he said it's his friend's account, so I told him to text his friend and ask him to send him the money that was charged. Uh, Turns out he was lying about letting his friend use his card. I end up finding the entire truth by myself because I couldn't believe anything he said. Turns out he had been paying for girls' nudes, and not only that, he personally knows two of the girls, and I know one of the two. He spent $50 paying different girls for subscriptions. PLDR, he has had an OnlyFans account since around June 2019, and he had also told me that he didn't know any of the girls, which wasn't true. This was posted by 123random, 321random12. That was pretty random. It's pretty random. Not good, I would Not great. say. No. Also, just, just hilarious fucking attempt to deflect 
You got, you know that situation where your buddy just really, it's an emergency. He needs these three OnlyFans <laughs> subscriptions, but his credit card's not working, and you just got to be the friendly friend and fucking show up for him and let him use your card on a subscription basis. <laughs> like, it's not a one-time charge, right? No. Well, it is yeah, It that's... is if you if you charge for the one month just to, like, get it out of your system. If there's a situation where you're like, oh, shit, this girl I've had a thing for for years started up in OnlyFans. I wanted to see her naked forever. Oh, I'll pay uh... for a month. and Oh, yeah, okay, that's what I missed out on. <laughs> okay. Still, still not good. And then additionally, so we, we've talked about this a little bit before, uh, like the tears of kind of infidelity, you know, between full on cheating with somebody and sexting and, and, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, Kyler, I'm curious, like where you would put this in terms of infidelity, because uh, we've talked about this a decent amount, but like I, I want somebody else's perspective. Well, first off, uh, let me say that I have not worked in three months because of this pandemic. So give this husband my name and I will do whatever he wants on camera (laughs) (laughs) for money. Fuck yeah. But I would say having an OnlyFans in and of itself is not cheating because it's just like paying for porn, which is actually, you know, what you're supposed to be doing. Nobody does it, but it's the ethical thing to be doing, supporting sex sex workers. workers. Yeah, Yeah, support sex workers. Right. However... He apparently knows a couple of the girls. That puts it into a bit of a gray area, and I would say that puts it into the more cheating uh, zone. Yeah, that's that's where kind of we've fallen before. Because I agree, like the financial support uh, is better than something like even Pornhub, where a lot of that is super fucking unethical or like without the person's consent. Uh, and then there's situations where, like, maybe you're talking to the person, like, cam girls and stuff, but you still, you don't, you know, you don't personally know them. You know, you're, you're not going to see them with your partner, like, out at a party or something. Yeah, she doesn't work uh, at the bank. Yeah, <laughs> but that, but that's definitely, that's definitely the thing here, that, that you know the person. And uh, the fact that he was going behind your back on the whole thing, though, he, he clearly knows this isn't cool either. Right, he came up with the fucking stupid lie about it, uh, and, and, and tried to deny things initially because he knows there's there's something wrong with doing that, like with somebody in your social circle. Uh, so, the the situation in general, like I, I'd call you know mild infidelity, but the the lying on top of that, I, I think pushes this to being pretty fucking totally unacceptable and would like totally undermine my trust in someone. I agree. Can I just say one last thing? Uh, what an incredible lame brain clock running out excuse that that guy had. <laughs> oh, then he throws up a prayer. It's my friend's subscription. He needed me to pay for it, and it it worked for a month. He gave for himself a, a month. month off of that. Dude was uh, dude was roaming. He was free and clear. All he had to do was not do it again. That's true. He could have canceled all that shit. He could have went and got prepaid cards. There's ways around this. He could have gone to his buddy and like actually done this situation and been like, listen, I said you were using my card, but now I can't use my card. So can I use your card to get the OnlyFans? That's the big thing. Damn. I'd be great at being infidel. Not an infidel. What do you call a person who's... (laughs) An infidelitous individual. There we go. Yeah. (laughs) There's a good joke connection there with infidels. I'll let that that stew around for a little bit. Maybe I'll come back with something. We'll workshop that. Okay, but also, last thing on this. You've been married for two years. You're 23 and 22... I, I don't know. I've been critical about this before. I think that's way too fucking early to get married. And, you know, sometimes we've said, like, shit happens, but you're married, like, well into a marriage. you got kids and shit. Sometimes it's best uh, to try to move past these things if it's possible. Uh, but this is so fucking early on. This is such a blatant just disregard for your trust and your feelings and just hilariously bad lying. I, I don't reckon you just probably shouldn't be with this dude. 
and uh you know maybe maybe don't jump on a marriage train for for a little while either because uh i don't know man 20 25 you got married at 20 that's fucking crazy to me it also can't handle that and also i mean just a just a totally aside question. What does this guy do that he knows two girls with OnlyFans? I work in music videos and I don't know any. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, he, wor- he works in the uh, OnlyFans corporate office <laughs> as does his partner. <laughs> I think I sh- you know what you know what uh, in the vein of uh, support sex workers, I'm going to take the opportunity to say that there's a girl that I know. Go to OnlyFans. Go subscribe to Baby Sparkle. Go subscribe. Give her some money. Look at her naked. It's great. Oh yeah! Shouts out, shouts out. Maybe she was one of the uh, the two girls, or one of the two. It's possible that uh, as a reference to the question there. Okay, but yeah, for real, support your uh, support your local sex workers. Stop lying to your fucking partner. Jesus fucking Christ. Next question. It's so easy. Does my twenty F male friend twenty M like me yes hi reddit i mean radio free tote bag posting from a brand new account as i'm a bit shy and i chose this account name specifically for this post oh okay we'll get to that so i'm a 20 year old girl oh and i recently oh my god i haven't drank on a podcast for a while and this truly oh it's fighting back (laughs) A 20-year-old girl and I recently, uh, about three or four months ago, became friends with this guy at college. We've been hanging out together a bit, and neither of us is the type to flirt, though we've become quite good friends. One thing about me is that my eyes water a lot, like especially when I yawn, but also when I put in my contacts and when the weather's rough, and this is normal for me. I'm used to it. Most people just ignore it if my eyes start watering in the middle of a conversation. And those who do acknowledge it are usually polite, and my friend might make a joke sometimes. Why is this information relevant? Well, because recently, in the last couple of weeks, whenever my eyes would water when it's just me and him, he's been wiping my tears. The first time he did it was when he'd come over to my place to work on a college assignment together, and I was putting in my contacts, and, uh, wait a second, I was putting in my contacts... And me being me, tears started streaming down my face, and he looked and smiled and gently wiped my tears away with his fingers. It was unexpected, but I didn't mind. And since then, usually when I yawn, he wipes my eyes, and on one occasion said that my eyes are pretty when they water. (laughs) However, besides that and besides the tear wiping, he's not really shown any other signs that he likes me. Though he has been there for me for the last few months, especially with all the COVID restrictions, and I haven't really seen him spend much time with or talk to any other girls as much. So does he like me? I think it's super cute when he wipes my tears and actually have grown to like it, though I haven't actually emotionally cried in front of him. But obviously there's more to a relationship than wiping a few tears. (laughs) You tell me, sister. How do I find out if he likes me, and how should I proceed? Any advice is appreciated. TLDR guy friend wipes my tears when my eyes water. Commented, saying that my eyes are pretty when they water. Does he like me? What should I do? And that was posted by Beautiful Tears. Beautiful Tears. Beautiful Tears. Streaming down my face when I change my contacts. Yeah, I was expecting this to be a lot darker, like the source of the tears. This sure. is this just seems you got kind of watery eyes. I want to point like, some, I thought, like what's up? Like at the top, I want to point this out. He's been for me, been there for me for the last few months, especially with all the COVID restrictions, where he has been sticking his fingers into my eyes <laughs> and exposing me <laughs> potentially to COVID nineteen. Thank you, boy. Uh oh. Good shit. Way to go. I. Uh, uh- Another thing, she wrote this email about John Travolta from Face Off, yes? <laughs> I don't know if you guys have watched that movie, but he's got a, there's a whole thing where he just loves sticking his hands in people's faces. <laughs> I listened to the, um, uh, what's the name of that fog- podcast? 
How did this get made? I listened to the How Did This Get Made episode about Face Off. But I have not I seen I went the on film. the Face Off roller coaster. At, I went on the yeah. roller coaster at Kings Island. Yeah, I did that. I, I teared up a little bit. And then John Travolta at the end of the ride <laughs> stuck his hands directly into my eyeballs. Boy, that was thrilling. <laughs> That's what you pay for. Oh, yeah. Oh, fingers up in there. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. Like... This that's it's 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 pretty that's pr- kind of intimate. Yeah. I think like I don't think I'd go to wipe somebody's tears. I don't think I'd just do that in general. Yeah, if I weren't was, like, if I weren't trying to go to the bone zone, I would not do that. Yeah. Cuz that's like I that, that, I don't know. That's kind of an intimate touch, you know? Yeah. Like at the in in the in the face zone. There is a certain, there's a certain kind of sweetness to that that I I don't think is normal friendship stuff. But again, I'm, I'm no I'm no tears expert. My eyes are dry as shit. It sucks. Uh, but there seems to be some kind of interest here, right? Like you're saying with the COVID restrictions, that kind of makes it sound like maybe you guys have been able to see each other, and not really many other people. And if you're like what it comes down to here, like if you're into this dude. This isn't a bad sign, you know? I don't think this screams 100%, you know, this guy's trying to be with you and he's communicating that solely through wiping the liquid out of your eye holes. Uh, but it's, I mean, it's not a bad sign. No. So it, it just comes down to if you're into him. And if you are, you know, wipe his eyes a little bit back. You get a little back and forth going. <laughs> Donovan, you know? I, I agree with you. I This dude definitely likes her. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it just... just flat out he just he likes her and you know he just likes her <laughs> yeah yeah question, i mean think about question. it I, yeah please please yeah think about it. like i think about it, like is that something that you would do for your friends if you saw them uh if you saw someone's eyes watering would you wipe the tears off of your friend's face and i would I'd say probably your, no I'd, I'd wipe your tears kyler i'd get a little step ladder climb up there <laughs> reach on up Dry those, dry those puppies right on up. I appreciate <laughs> no, the effort. It, exactly. This is this is uh, it, it's a bit on the intimate side. And I thought initially when I like the eyes, your eyes are pretty when they water. Again, I thought this was going to be in crying context, and I was like, this is going to be fucking creepy. But the fact that he's like doing this, and this is more like even potentially something you might feel self conscious about, and he's kind of complimenting you on it, like in addition to kind of helping you out, that. That's some flirty shit. That's like some sweet shit. And if that's the read you're getting on it and you're into the guy, fucking shoot your shot. You know, whatever. Maybe his nose is really runny and you just get up there and you just slurp those boogers on out so he doesn't have to uh, wet up his handkerchief. He'll know know what's up. You know, you can have like a bodily fluids based relationships. Boogers and the tears, they'll call you. You know me. Yeah. What, like Starsky and Hutch? Yeah, <laughs> like, except for <laughs> like Captain and Tennille. You know me. I um, I do not like gender essentialism generally, right? You know that about me. True. But the question: Does my twenty F male friend twenty M like me? Is gonna be a yeah. That's gonna be a yes, right? Pretty, pretty frequently. Yeah. Now, if you're if you're both straight and this isn't like a super super long term friendship, and even if it even if it is, I think I feel like there's always that potential. You know, if it's never been shot down in one direction, right? Uh, yeah. There, there, again, I, like I don't think there's anything here that a million percent points to. Like you guys are gonna fall in love and everything's gonna be great. But these are like good signs. Yeah, and if you're into him, shoot shoot the shot. I, that, I think you got yeah, more than enough evidence to to do it. That's the big question. Like, it's it's if you are into him. So if you're into him, and things are not moving, right? Like you guys have kind of stagnated. I think it might be time for you to exactly you slurp a booger out of his nose and see what happens. <laughs> Yeah, and I would say she probably likes him a little bit too because she feels comfortable apparently with him sticking his fingers all in her face. 
when there's a horrifying right? virus on the loose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so go with this. This is this is good. See see what happens. But put something like way out there, because uh, if he is into you and like this is the extent that he's expressed it. You know, maybe he's a maybe he's a pretty shy person too, or or not that outgoing, like with his feelings like this. Uh, so if you if you make the big like ask him on a date or like I don't know, throw an arm around him when you're on the couch, or that's weird. That doesn't make any sense. So she you could say I mean. throw an she arm could... around him and then wipe a tear from the other Ooh, side. From the other side, nice. Yeah. Tell him that your vagina is crying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's perfect. That is that is exactly that is exactly the move. Yes. <laughs> yes. What is female arousal except for the uh, the tears of the vagina? Am I right, folks? Okay. Uh, we, the old weeping we clam. Got one more. Yeah, let's do oh, one more. <laughs> let's do one more. Hit me. <clears throat> What's the deal with the butt plugs? All of a sudden. <laughs> I've seen a lot of pics of ladies wearing butt plugs as accessories, like with jewelry on them, and wearing them all day under clothes or like when they go to work or go shopping. Is this like a new trend? Posted by Celtic Raven 2084. Oh, no, that's not new. Shit. <laughs> yeah. It's a thing. It's true. Yeah. But ju- yeah. But like, there's tails and shit too. You ever see the ones with the tails? I've seen one with a Pikachu tail. Yeah. There's like a squirrel tail coming out. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, they got like one of them tails strapped around their waist. Nope. But surprise, it's attached to a butt plug. It's yep. it's quite fun. That's I don't what... think that's a new trend. This is, this is just something that's been out there. People do that. If you're into butt plugs, you know, it's not bad. Fucking, yeah. it could be, it could be like a, like a sexy kind of thing you're doing on the sly. Right. That's right. We talked a little bit about that, like kind of sexually like flirting with a partner or something like in public like ways to do this discreetly i think this just kind of falls under that uh or it could just be a person you know likes the feeling of the butt plug or uh you know like likes having a, a bedazzled asshole a bedasshole <laughs> and uh and they're just doing it for their own benefit but yeah I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's like a new thing yeah I, I i think you're i think you're right um I don't have a ton of experience with that kind of stuff, but you know, I don't think that anything sexual is new. I mean, people have been around for a long time. Everything's been done before, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, maybe it's, it's gained popularity in the last few years. I would put it out there because like we have become, it seems like at least a bit more accepting of kink. Uh, like as far as social media and shit goes, you know, people will talk about this stuff more openly. Uh, so I don't know, maybe you're just seeing posts of it around more or as like in a situation where or in a culture where that's less acceptable, you know, you would have no idea, you know, you're fucking, uh, you know, the weird dude who always eats like like tuna out of the can or sardines out of the can in your office. He could be plugged up every day and you'd have no fucking idea. Well, right? listen, you're if you're eating the stuff fish out of a there. can every day, you are not wearing a butt plug for eight hours. You're not doing it. You're not doing that. <laughs> I, I, I got a little I got a little tangent on the uh, on the fish. Please. Have I talked about the walrus man in my film class in college? <laughs> I don't think I have heard of the walrus man. Was Wilford Brimley in your fucking... <laughs> okay, literally picture that kind of mustache. Just like the the covers at least like 50% of the face, like huge fucking mustache mm. on like a skinny ass kind of like hipster type white dude in like 2010. Uh, in my freshman year, I had this film class and I'd go to it high because I was an idiot and I failed all of the class i got a 1-0 that semester it was killing uh but but i'd sit in the back you know so i could hit the the vape discreetly and another dude would sit in the back and he had that big thick mustache and i was always like dude looks like a walrus and i swear to fucking god that one day i'm in there and i smell fish and i look over and the dude is eating sardines out of the tin 
Uh, just eating the sardines in the middle class. Just a little snack. You know, sardine juice catching on the mustache hairs. And I fucking lost it, dude. Like, I fucking lost it. <laughs> he, like, nobody com- nobody else commented. It was bizarre. It was like, there's nobody else fucking seeing this shit. <laughs> had you, that man was a walrus. Had you eaten ayahuasca, like, before you went into class? Are you sure no, this wasn't, no, like, I part sw- of your spirit I'm vision? Fucking, I'm fucking telling you. It's like, it's one of those things that's too perfect that I was like, am I fucking hallucinating? Like, it was bizarrely perfect. And uh, I, I never, well, I don't remember, like, quite a bit of that semester, but I always hoped, like, I'd run into that dude again, and I never did. How old was this guy, you said? He probably, he had to be, like, early 20s. This was, like, an intro film class. It was my mm. freshman year. So I reckon he was a freshman or a sophomore, too. Just skinny-ass white dude, giant fucking Wilford Brimley mustache, eating sardines in the back row. It seems like a real like fifties year old like fifty year old dude thing to do. Just like bring a can of sardines into class and just not give a fuck. Exactly. What like what is this? What is this dude's background? Like what? what he maybe he was raised by walruses. <laughs> maybe the whole family just eats sardines like that, and like he didn't think it was peculiar. But between the the giant mustache and that, I was like, like is he doing a bit? Like it has to be just either absolute ignorance of this. He thinks nothing weird is going on or like, this is the bit that he's doing. And if it's that, he fucking killed it. And if you're out there somewhere, walrus man, you fucking hit me up. Cause I got questions for you. I think that's the guy who eventually microwaves fish in the workplace. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh no. He just, he just keeps going down this path and, and eventually just makes everyone's life miserable and smelling like fish. Gets fishier and fishier, and then uh, Kevin Smith makes a movie about you. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that in the fucking theater that ruled. That's great. <laughs> I uh, couldn't hang. I couldn't so, like, hang. I, I think the real answer to this is man has to, like, check out his Google algorithms. Like, see what, like, I think, I think his interest in butt plugs has permeated the algorithm. And that's the content he's seeing now. Uh, I mean, it's super possible. Like, if you follow any kind of, like, kink or sex toy page, you know, that's definitely possible. There's going to be butt plugs. uh, Yeah, I think people are catching on, too. The butt stuff is a pretty good time. And butt plugs could be, like, a lot of the fun of that. Like, it doesn't have to be full anal. Just a little butt stimulation in there, you know, regardless of your gender. It's a good old time. It's true. Uh... So if you're, you know, curious enough about these plugs to be asking the question, what's up with the trends? Like, are plugs in right now? Plugs are in. And they could be in They're you, in too. They're in butts, yeah. So just, uh, you know, maybe maybe do a little bit of experimenting yourself. <laughs> a little uh, Daniel Day-Lewis reference for you. There will be plugs. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Well, good times. Folks, we've been folks. we've been around the globe on this one, folks. I want to give a big, big, deep, thick thank you for our friend Kyler for being on the program. Kyler, thank you. Oh, absolutely, man! I had a great time. And as we said, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to be doing uh, Patreon episodes in the coming weeks. Uh, we're just going to be talking about fucked up stories from our history and from guest history. So. Yeah, man, if you want to come on there and, and talk about some uh, some memories that I don't have about me, that'd be good fucking times, too. I cannot wait. <laughs> Powerful. Uh, gotta let you folks know that our intro song is the song Hanging On by the band Knower. You can find their music at knowermusic.bandcamp.com. And our outro song is the song Stephanie by the Hayfellows. You can find them at instagram.com slash the Hayfellows or on Spotify Three words, the hey fellows. Defund the police. Black Lives Matter. I love you. Thanks. Bye. Mwah. <laughs>